about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, Battered fans, to episode number 15, well, 115 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Andrew Granada. Alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Listen, I mean, this season can't come fast enough. I'm waiting for this. I am oh, dying for this season. It's it's coming, though. The 2023 season is officially in the books. Your MLS champions for 2023 are the Columbus crew. So shout out to them. Congrats to them. Congrats to Cucho Pereira Zone. Uh, shout out to the Wise Men's Podcast. Uh, good friends of ours. They cover the team. They're fans of the team. And I'm sure that they're happy right now. And um, on that Absolutely. quick note, just one quick personal note to uh, Pereira. My dad usually watches this live. Uh, he's in Pereira right now. My uncle passed away on Friday. So shout out to my father. He's probably not watching this live. My uncle and my father. Well, my father introduced me to soccer, but I would spend summers in Colombia and I'd spend a lot of time at my uncle's house. I'd watch Super Campeones over there, then go outside and play soccer and all that stuff. So uh, uh, tough time in my household, but um, my father's in Pereira right now to attend uh, all those proceedings. And uh, shout out to uh, my family out there. Te quiero, pa. All right, now on to uh, Inter-Miami. So we got champs, and 2023 is in the books. 2024 on the horizon. Now, Absolutely. what does that mean? That means that there's a good chance that we have a schedule release right around the corner. Now, surprisingly, I haven't heard anybody talking about this. But maybe it's because people don't realize how soon this is supposed to come out. Now, yeah. I haven't heard anything, and maybe they'll change it up. Maybe they'll do it differently than they've done it in the past. But generally speaking, the schedule comes out. Well, you've been time. Well, yeah, you've been doing the the calculations in the background with all of your gizmos and gadgets, figuring <laughs> out when and where this thing is going to happen. Uh, so what what mathing did you math in order to figure this out? All right, so I, I went to the last couple seasons to see when exactly does this schedule usually drop. So I went back in 2017. They dropped the 2018, right? The following season schedule on yeah. December 19th. In 2018, they dropped it on December 17th. Okay. In 2019, December 19th again. Ooh, so you back see to the first. December 19th, December 17th, December 19th. I then see that. Then in 2020, obviously, things went a little awry. They dropped it in January because of the pandemic and all that other stuff. Now, in 2021, they dropped the 2022 schedule on December 15th. And then last year, they dropped the schedule on December 20th. Oh. So we're we looking at next week. week. Yeah, we're, 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 next week is the week. If they don't change the way things they do. Now, Apple TV has the, now they have the TV rights. Maybe they want to make an event out of it. Maybe they want to wait till January where the holiday season has passed and now everybody can shift their focus to MLS. I don't know. But if we're going based on the past, next week is the schedule release, guys. So there's well, a good chance we know what the schedule looks like within the next 10 days. Well, I mean, obviously, we're looking somewhere. It's got to be somewhere between the 17th and 20th because the only anomaly that I see there is the 2021 schedule being released on the 15th. 
So they did a little a little bit earlier, but maybe we have to look at the days of when those dates fell. And uh, well, I, mean, I did. Sean, I did. Yeah, because Sean is here chiming in. He thinks it's going to be after Christmas, uh, and and questioning whether because we're starting later. Or I not. haven't heard anything. Maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe it's possible. Look. For the 2021 season, they dropped it in January because of everything that happened the season before. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they decide to change it. Apple TV is going to get really creative, right? We've got a lot more eyes on the MLS now. So maybe they decide to change things up. But I haven't heard anything about it being pushed back. And if it's not pushed back, it's dropping next week. And now let's say hypothetically, let's play this game. Let's play this game of next week, right? Because I don't know about in January. Read somewhere that it'll be the 20th. Okay. So I haven't read anything. But let's play this game. We have next week on Monday would be uh, next week. Monday is the 18th. They're not going to drop it on the weekend, right? They're not going to. Let me go back to the past. In the past, on, in 2017, they dropped on a Tuesday. And then 18th on the Tuesday, the 19th, Thursday. Then it dropped on a Wednesday, then a Tuesday. So generally, I'm thinking Tuesday. Now, would you drop it on a Monday? You wouldn't want to drop something like that on, against Monday Night Football. I think that would be kind of no. stupid. I, I oh, yeah, I think it I think it wouldn't oh, be uh I Alejandro just said that it 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 it's it was announced already that it's on the 20th. So well, I mean that that kind of kicks into your math though, if you really think <laughs> about it. Because with the math that you're talking, essentially it's gonna be somewhere between the 17th and the 20th. So that's well, what I am the 17th the 17th is out of the question because they're not dropping it on a Sunday, on a football Sunday. And on Monday, yeah. Monday Night Football, no way they do that either. So to me, it's either on the 19th or the 20th. Now, from what Alejandro here in the chat said, it said it's already been announced that it's on the 20th. I haven't seen that. But that makes sense to me. I'm assuming either the 19th or the 20th. Regardless, today is the 10th. So we are 10 days or less away from finding out when the schedule drops. And I'm here for it because I'm excited. Now I oh, get yeah. to start planning all my road trips. Yes, that's absolutely the one of the first things that I want to do is start planning on on going to some of the away games. And I just want to cover one of the comments that were made by David Reichert. Uh, Yeah, you answered your own question. It is on the well, you answered one of the questions, but the super draft is actually on the 19th. So there's that. So it it makes sense that it would be the 20th to be the day after the super draft. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's just, you know, choreographed, but. Like you said, man, I think you and I and and many people are all waiting for this because, you know, like us, there's a lot of people that do want to travel to other other, you know, games, plan accordingly for their home games. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. And Sean is actually asking if we can have a a battered Herons away day. So I'm for a CCC match. I'm down for something like that for an MLS match. I don't know if I can go international on a battered hair on the way day. That's 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 uh that takes a lot of planning, and uh, uh I don't think we're there yet. But I definitely would like to test out a MLS away day soon. So we'll definitely look into that this season. But definitely, I don't I don't know about that CCC. You never know, Sean. You never know, Bobby. All right. Well, I guess yes. since since Sean brought up the CCC, I was going to talk about it later. But I guess we could talk about it now. And actually, you could filibuster while I pull it up. We have. It's official what all the teams will be in the tournament. And let me just pull it up right quick. Well, I mean, so what are we talking about? So you, I don't know, you'd be willing to, okay, so you're pulling up the CONCACAF Champions Cup for the 2024 season. 
right? We and have all, uh, all the players are all the teams are official. We have 27 teams, and Inter Miami has a bye into the round of 16 already. So yeah. we don't start playing our games until uh, let's see, until March 5th, 6th, or 7th, which would be the first leg of the round of 16. Yeah. So we get that first round by. So we're looking at week two, more or less, probably of the regular season. After so th that's when Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Union started really struggling when they started having these uh champions yes. league or champions cup games because they started having to rotate their lineup, and that's when they started struggling. Uh, are we gonna run into something like that? I'm not sure, but for sure we have to put all our eggs into this basket because to me, this is the biggest cup you could possibly win. Outside of maybe a Copa Libertadores, which I heard that eventually we'll get invited to. But as of right now, this is the biggest tournament we can be a part of right now. Well, and the and the one thing that I'm thinking about with uh with with how you mentioned do we have to put all our eggs in one basket? Is this gonna be another deal where we just go for the CCC this year and then the next year after that is MLS Cup time? No, that's because, the way that it it seems like we're guiding it towards, you know. No, here let me pull up the schedule so you could see more or less the way it goes. Sean so, Callahan is mentioning an away game to Jamaica or Mexico would be phenomenal. Sean, Jamaica is pretty dope. All right, so just real quick, uh, round one is starts in February, and then once we start playing, round sixteen is March fifth through seventh for the first leg, March twelfth through fourteenth for the second leg. If you make it to the quarterfinals, the first leg would be April 2nd, 3rd, or 4th. And then the second leg of that would be April 9th, 10th, or 11th. Then yeah. the semifinals are at the end of April. First leg being April 23rd to 25th. Second leg being April 30th to May 2nd. And then the final would be June 2nd, and it's a single game. One game, winner takes all. And the reason that that's important, because what's what you said, we're done with that tournament by june 2nd that's not even halfway through the mls regular season so then you can switch your focus to either leagues cup like they did last year you're still playing u.s open cup games and you still have to have the regular season to go oh absolutely and shout out to joe shaw uh my guy joe as well and <laughs> yes he is also ready to get hurt again catch him on his 25 or 25 Miami Fusion podcast, guys. It's it's a trip down memory lane for one of the one of the best teams and clubs uh, down here in South Florida. Uh, and if anybody is having this issue, just let us know and we'll try to figure it out if it's not just a Kim that is just seeing black. Uh, now, uh, let's see. Alejandro just chimed in that it was announced by Don Garber. I'm assuming he's talking about the date the of the schedule date, release. Okay, so yeah. maybe Alejandro, which, by the way, Alejandro has been asked to be a stack guy for this show, but he refuses. So maybe uh, we can get him out of his show eventually to be the stack guy for the show. But it literally um, would be yes. a single box on the bottom, Alejandro. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because he, he, he's the one that always throws all this information at me. He always. So um, it looks like maybe we're right. Maybe we just wasted 10 minutes of our time and Alejandro had the answer the whole time. The, exactly. Supposedly, thanks, the thanks for nothing, could, could be the 20th. So we're looking at 10 days from now. We know when they're planning to, re to release the schedule, and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I did see a question that I wanted to address, and I may have lost it. Um, well, while you look for that, I just want to say that Alejandro contributed to absolutely nothing. Okay. Well, he, he gave did, us the answer, no? You gave us some answers when 10 minutes later. 
You had us drowning here. Thanks oh, for here nothing, we go. buddy. He said, uh, Ash said he, he needed some locations for the, the Champions Cup. The draw is on Wednesday. I believe it's at 7 o'clock. So on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, we find out what the draws are and yeah. who we repitted against if they win their two legs of the first round and who would be playing in the second round. So I guess we'd, we'd find out between what two cities we'd be playing in uh, for an away yeah, game possibly. Yeah. And, uh, and Steve Munoz, we're going to get the, to the jerseys in a, in a little bit. Um, so now that Alejandro brought up Don Garber, now there was something else that he did mention that I thought that we should address. Yeah. Apparently, there's not going to be a fourth DP in the MLS this year. How are you feeling about the fact that there won't be a fourth DP? Well, th I guess the one question I would have is why? Why is there no – and I'm, I'm, I don't know if we have the answer for that, but why is there no fourth DP? I mean, we're getting to a point where MLS wants to start playing with the big boys. They want to get to a point where they're, they're having big names. And in order to have big names, they're going to have to open up some, some availability to these teams to be able to obtain some of these players. So if you're not going to open up a DP spot, but you want to still you know go up against the big leagues – it's not going to happen unless you do that. So, like, what's the reasoning behind it? Well, David thinks that it's because most owners are cheap. Listen, if, if all the owners of the MLS teams were to combine themselves with their stupid baby leagues that are right under them, they'll be able to have enough funds to go grab somebody. I mean, at well, this point, it's, it's absolutely necessary to get uh, American soccer off the ground. I think it comes down to the fact that they want to keep the parity. And... It, look, if you think about it, I, I know that every team has three DPs technically. Yeah. But in reality, if you look into the rules and regulations of the rosters, every team has two DP slots. If yeah. you want a third DP slot, you have to pay for that. You have yes. to pay the league $150,000, I believe it is, to purchase the rights to have a third DP. I'm not sure if everybody was aware of that. So it's not like you're given three DPs. You have to pay for that. Now, you want to add a fourth, that's more money coming out of the owner's pockets, which goes to David's point. They might just be cheap. Now, again, I enjoy the parody in this league. So a part of me kind of likes it because I like that. And again, it, it's kind of hypocritical because I want Inter Miami to win every year. And Absolutely. I know that we'd be, we'd be one of those teams that if they gave us like, hey, free reign, just spend all the money you want, go for it. I know that we would be one of the teams that benefits from it. I get it. So a part of me would want that, but I also like the parody. I think it's cool that we have parody. Well, and and kind of like what some people are mentioning here, Joe Shaw just mentioned, you know, Garber said the roster rule approvals have to go through a board of owners. Those rules are approved to be voted on months in advance. I mean, if that's the case, Joe, then that means that this was made before messy moves, I guess, Danny? Well, look, Joe, I... I, I I take Joe's word as gospel because as you guys yes. may not know, but Joe is cool with everybody in MLS, like all yes. the higher ups. He'll never tell you, but he is. So whatever he says is true. But to that point, when Messi's name and the world is watching, things get vetoed and things get pushed through, even though they're not supposed to get pushed through. Time to get po so time to pony up. I mean, and then on top of that, we're talking about people. I mean, look, uh, you know, a, a, Marasovic is saying, without relegation, everything is meaningless. I agree. 
No, um, I don't agree with that. I mean, I I agree. I mean, I think that I think the We've relegation this- thing. Yes, we have. I mean, look, there's a there's a good and bad. I mean, we can't do that right now. We'll 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 we'll, we'll dive right into the to the grave with with everyone. And what's up to Richard Greenberg, our friend from the north? Um, and Eamon is mentioning we need a good center back. Not Miller, Avilas, guys. I mean, Iman, I don't know how many games you've watched, but Tomo like Miller, Miller is good. Miller and was Thomas on Avilas, and Tommy's Avilas is, is isn't. He's still young. He's gonna be a lot better. I, I'm I'm okay with the center backs we have. Now the issue that we have, and I know this is something that we weren't expecting. Next episode, pro reg. I, look, I am down. I'm to down go, for that one. Toe to toe with anybody, because um, I think reg in the United States is stupid. All right. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, sorry oh I, 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 no, no, I remember now. The issue we have in this team is that Tata is very aggressive. He plays his players very high up. And that's yeah. okay. You can play that style of, of, of ball, but you can't turn the ball over. So you need very technic- technically sound players for that type of game. Now, as we continue to sign better quality players, that might work better and our defense won't suffer as much. But – Look, I love Ben Krem. For those of you that are new to the show, we're talking about Ben Kremaski. I, I thought he was great. But towards the latter part of the season, he was losing the ball a lot. I don't know what happened, but he, he, he just kept turning the ball over. Diego Gomez turning the ball over. So when you don't have technically sound players, that affects you when your back line is playing so high. So I, I think that Kamal Miller and Avilis and all those guys really got a bad rap for being bad defenders when it really wasn't on them. It was on the tactics and not having the players to play that tactic. And yeah. all things considered, I think things are going to look much better next season. Well, and Iman, I'm going to get to your message now, but Sean brings something up very powerful here that we lost the person who runs the most, which is Gregory. That's why it looked so bad. We didn't have someone that was quick enough to recover with the defensive prowlness, prowlness as others. But Iman, I'm, I'm, I, I got to ask you, like, I hope that you have watched the games because I mean, Aviles and Miller, they're not bad defenders. They're, I mean, they're slow. Miller, Aviles is Aviles. not slow. No, Miller is Yeah, Miller is slow. So, but for him, for Imam, for you to say that he was trash in big games, I don't know, man. I mean, the only thing about the, the point that you're making, Danny, is that our team moves up, is that that does leave the exposure on the counter. And if you have Kamal Miller, who's good defensively, but just slow. I mean, obviously, there's going to be somebody that gets behind him at some point. So, look, I've said Sergi Kristoff to me, if he was playing on a team like Nashville that just plays the counter and just parks the bus basically the whole game, Sergi Kristoff would win Defender of the Year. Yes, he because would. he he is a a, 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 a wall. He's a wall in that box. He he has the perfect positioning. Like you cannot get balls past him when he is positioned well. When he is trying to catch up. On the counter, yes, he's a, he's a he's a dead man. So yes, I, I think that we don't have the players suited yet to to kind of play Tata's style of ball. And when we do get that, which I hope ha- happens this offseason, we're going to look much better. Look, absolutely. And I don't know if you want to get into Luis Suarez now, but yeah, if we get Luis Suarez, which everybody seems to say is just about a done deal. Like the fact that he's a great striker is awesome. And when it becomes official, by the way, we're going to have everybody's favorite villain into Miami villain on the show, Mr. Uh, Daniel Solana. Yeah. He's the bad guy because everybody hates on him, but we're going to get have him on the show because I've never met 
more of a fanboy for a single player than he is for Luis Suarez. So yes. when it becomes official, we're going to have him on so we can talk about it and talk up Luis Suarez so we can hear about all the ins and outs of why he likes the way his farts smell and all that other good stuff. But I have convinced myself that although Luis Suarez does much more than just scoring, if you were to look up his assist, like he is a contributor to an offense all around, not yeah. just scoring, even though he can score with the best of them. He won I, – I, I may be wrong, and somebody in the chat correct me, but I think I heard that he won player of the year here in Brazil. Like, and he's 36, about to be 37. If we can get him at the top, not the top of his game, but he's still playing at a high level, he's going to kill it here in MLS with Messi. Oh, no, he's going to be a beast. Are you kidding me? And then with Messi setting him up left and right, like, I mean, he's going to be what we wanted out of Campana, right? Or what, we, or what we wanted out of Campana and Joseph. What happens with Campana? Uh, well, do, you play with, do we play with two strikers? Well, but you know, I thought that Campana was dealt like a pretty bad hand because he didn't get as many opportunities to play with Messi. So that's kind of the sad part about bringing Luis Suarez because I do want Campana to kind of have his time playing with Messi. So, yeah, you know, I, I just think that he's kind of getting dealt a bad hand, especially since he was put as like the face of the team. Iman, we, we our defending midfielder is Gregory. He is a pit bull back there, but he was injured. He got injured the third game of the season in NYCFC in that sandbox that they play in, in Yankee Stadium. And then he returned for the last, like, what, two games of the season? If yeah. he is healthy and they keep him on the team, because I know he's on a DP contract, so I don't know if they're going to pay him down or what. But if he's still on the team next year, he will be that defending midfielder that you want. Unfortunately, for all our international uh, viewers, you can't expect to have these very well-known players come in to play for Inter Miami because, unfortunately, the way that the, the roster is set up, and especially now that we didn't, didn't allow a fourth DP, we're going to have to make do with the smaller names that we have now. But I will tell you, our goalie calendar will eventually be a household name internationally, eventually. Absolutely. Gregory, MLS-wise and MLS standards, is a very good, above-average uh, defending midfielder. We have yes. Messi, obviously. We have Busquets. We have Alba. We're going to have Suarez, I believe. We have Campana, which is going to be a great backup striker. And he's going to be playing a lot of those U.S. Open Cup uh, games. A lot of those regular season games when we have the, the, the uh, middle of the week game for the Champions Cup. Like, our roster is looking pretty decent so far. Well, and, and Jaden, the man, is mentioning Campana's going to play. And that he's basically going to play because Luis, Luis Suarez's knees aren't going to be able to hold up. But they held up in Brazil. Yeah. And like, the weird thing is... I, I thought the same thing. In the beginning of the season, when everybody's like, oh, Messi and Luis, Luis Suarez might come. I was like, why the hell would I want Luis Suarez? And everything I'm seeing, he looks just fine in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like shutting everybody's like opinions down in terms of whether he's going to fall apart like a, like a bag of Legos. You know what I mean? And then so Sean is mentioning here, uh, talk, there's loan deals from... Uh, SA clubs for Campana. I'd rather keep Campana. Um, Sean's also mentioning that he's scared that Calendar's going to be leaving as well. Uh, listen, I mean, we do have great players. Uh, we have great players that are definitely going to be household names at some point. Uh, and we need them to be as beneficial as they can for us, for sure. Well, I, I will tell you a couple things. Um, so the Campana front... Uh, Unless they start finagling the rules for us, 
they need to keep Campana because he's a young DP and he's the one that allows us to have the three U22 initiative players, right? Because as if your third DP is of age 22 or under, or 23 or under, you're allowed to also carry three U22 initiative players, which would be Farias, uh, Aviles, yeah. and Gomez. So at that point, you have basically like six DPs. Yeah. Right. Because those U22 players are like DPs. They count. You have yeah. six DPs. Then you have Jordi Alba playing on a TAM. And from what Michelle Kaufman, I want to say, was reported, that Luis Suarez is, is possibly taking a TAM deal, which is pretty crazy. That's so, insane. so imagine at that point, you're you're playing with like eight DPs. Then you add Drake Callender, which is probably one of the top five goalies in the league. Like nine out of your 11 players are pretty good. You have Franco Negrias who's playing backup. Yeah, like I think that I think the biggest disservice to not having a fourth DP is that if people start taking discounts to play with Messi, the league is fucked. Yeah, like, the league would actually absolutely we're, be cooked. We're, we're gonna have a bunch of uh, a gold card players playing on TAM deals to to throw it back to FIFA for for Chris. Like we're gonna be having you know what Luis Suarez and Jordi Alba coming on here for a TAM deal. Like, if that happens, it's going to be pretty wild. Well, I, I mean, apparently to what David Reichert is saying, it, that he's not coming here for money. He's taking uh, an arepa and uh, and playing with with uh, with Don Messi. That's what he's right. doing. Now, to Steve Munoz's point, I, I've I've also heard the same. Which he mentions the, here that the, yeah. the Campana DP rule is not a thing to keep the three U22 DPs. Right, and, and I've heard the same because if he... I've heard if that's the case, then Gregory is technically the third DP. And if he's the third DP, I'm not sure how we're allowed to have the U22 initiative players because I looked at the rules. I, we made full videos on them, yes. and I read them again just a couple of days ago. And it says right there in bold letters, for you to have three U22 initiative players with three DPs, one of those DPs has to be a, a young DP. So I, I don't know what... The, the finagling is there, but again, I'm okay with it because people want to play with Messi. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised the, if, if Joseph yeah. would have came out and said, Hey, I'll play for a TAM deal this year. I 100% believe that he would have been willing to do something like that to play with Messi again, but they didn't want him back because they had Luis Suarez on their, in their mind. This is what I was going to mention here that Sean is also bringing up that uh, Gregory was brought down, well, was bought down. So he's not considered a DP, but Sean. Again, Sean Campana is a DP, but he qualified under the U22 DP, not like, I mean, well, and Alejandro is saying changes to the MLS roster rules will be made December 14th. All owners will be having a meeting to discuss. Listen, this Alejandro meeting, that guy. listen, I, Alejandro, what are you doing? What are you not doing in the, in, in the box over there? Okay. <laughs> Why are you not in a box? All right. Now, if these if these owners don't have a meeting, then they all need to get blown up because we're in 2023, entering into, into 2024. Lionel Messi is in this league. This league is going to get bigger and better, and they need to get with the times. They all need to have meetings about all kinds of MLS shit. Like, this needs to change to, like, MLS 10.0 at this point. Like, whatever we have now needs to be abolished. Tam, Gam, no thank you, ma'am. Get it all out. 
Well, Munchies right here says he can't wait to buy his first Inter Miami uh, jersey. Oof. Now, I want to get into the jersey Oof. talk, but just Oof. real quick, just so you know, you see that little QR code on the bottom, Munchies? If you click on that, we're going to have Luis Suarez merch. As soon as he signs, we're going to have that available on the store. And just so you know, if anybody wants a gift for Christmas, if you want it in time for Christmas, you got to get on batteredfans.com before. Well, by tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day that I can guarantee that you get yourself for Christmas. Get yourself a, a messy Christmas shirt. Why not? Get yourself some, some merch for Christmas. So go ahead and hit that QR code or just visit betterfans.com. And um, let's see what it was. And while you're at it, while you're at it, not only hit this QR code here, but use that other thumb and give us a like and subscribe if you haven't. Like, we have 15 likes on this video. There's 48 of you watching. We need at least 35 likes total. So do that uh somebody said that Luis Suarez won't play 90 minutes Mm -hmm. so I pulled up the last month of Luis Suarez games here in Brazil now it gives me one international game so I'm not even gonna bring up but the last four games that he played in the Brazilian league he had he played 90 minutes 90 minutes 90 minutes and in the last game he played 87 minutes and in that game he scored two goals so I think Luis Suarez although He's been complaining about his knees, said he's been considering retiring for his knees. He's ready to play one more game. I mean, sorry, one more year. One more year with his boy Messi. Not, it's not about the money. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting myself excited about Luis Suarez. Let me, let me mention a couple of things. So Sean is mentioning here we need a double ticker tape, one for Alejandro. Absolutely. Alejandro, get on it, okay? Stop eating crap. Now, Iman... Uh, I, I saw your message, and I want to refer to it. I know you're mentioning that you watched every game since Messi came in. Uh, and, yes, they were they were great in League's Cup, absolutely. Um, they do need to change some of the schedule timings. Uh, it was too much. A lot of the coaches complaining, a lot of the profes were just uh, absolute, absolutely upset about the scheduling and the conflicts for their players, especially with all these other tournaments running. So I agree with you, and I, and I know that you've been watching. It's just, you know, I was just asking because, you know, Kamal Miller, at least for a lot of us that are, are, are supporters of the team, he played pretty well. I mean, he's slow as justice, but he played pretty well. So <laughs> he's Slow as justice? What does that even mean? Yeah, like he's just as justice takes a long time. So, and uh, John is mentioning Suarez will kill the MLS. John, can I tell you something? That opinion is pa bone, okay? You and I know what I'm saying. That opinion is pa bone. Well, look, it, we thought Messi comes to the league, he's going he's gonna to kill it. And I remember I thought to myself, yeah, but it takes some people like some time to adjust or whatnot. Messi was scoring left and right in that League's Cup. Like, it was amazing to watch. Still my favorite month of sports to ever watch. And I think Luis Suarez might look similar to that. Now, <clears throat> if he's coming on a cheaper deal and he says, I'm going to play one season then I'm going to retire – I think there's a good chance that maybe he comes in as a super sub or that he starts, but he's like, but I'm okay getting off at the 50, 60th minute and let Campana come in. Like, I do think that if it's his last season and he's coming on a TAM deal just to hang out with his buddies, yeah, I think he's okay not running 90 minutes. He's going to make sure that his knees last him all season long and maybe he'll take the, the Champions Cup games, or the CONCACAF uh, Champions Cup games, like 90 minutes serious. But I think he's okay kind of 
I'll play 50, 60 minutes and let Campana run his thing. I'm sure that Messi has seen enough from Campana to be like, Campana can can hold his own also coming in. So I, I think that Luis Suarez might hold up just fine when he does come. And uh, and I want to mention, because Marasovic is here basically telling us that Suarez played in the best league in South America. Isn't Argentina the, the best league? Yeah. What is that? That's the Libertadores or whatever? I couldn't tell you the name. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, Sean, I agree with you. Uh, I don't want to say get rid of the League's Cup. I just feel like the league is just making all kinds of, like, tournaments just to just just to have us just yeah. throw like, money at them. Alejandro with another uh, uh, stack. Hey, good job. Right good job, Alejandro. You should be in a box here. Instead <laughs> of doing all that, what are we doing? What are we doing? Look, uh, Steve Munoz chimes in. Brazil has the best league. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, and and Gusecki is also mentioning Gusecki is mentioning Brazil much better. Uh, look at this. My, I mean, you're getting all right, all right, slammed. Right. You're getting look, body slammed. I don't watch either one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to anybody. I don't watch anybody. Look at this. I, don't, I don't watch any of those teams unless I'm watching Copa Libertadores. So I. Okay, Brazil has the best league. I'm not gonna argue with you guys. Right. <clears throat> Look at this. Uh, and and, and Marasovic is saying he's from Argentina. So if he's telling you that, la concha de tu madre, Danny. <laughs> so, Look, hey, like I said, I'm not going to. All right. All right. <clears throat> and, and, and you're getting killed. Take off that bum ass Pereira hat off, Danny. Get all out right. of here. So let, let's go ahead and move on. So we're going to talk Jersey talk. Well, let's talk the new sponsor, Royal Caribbean, right? We've been speculating once we heard about their partnership. I forgot what they were giving out at, at Drive Pink, but we're like, oh, it's going to be the new sponsor. We heard a lot of people talking about how they'd probably be the new sponsors on the jerseys. Yeah. And it seems like it's coming to fruition, mm -hmm. and that's going to be the case. Now, I, oh, well, I don't have the picture up here right now, so give me one second. While well, go ahead that. and grab it, and I'll, I'll tell you uh, while I sort of talk a little bit and you grab it. I honestly thought that the look was going to be better because I really do like that sort of anchor look that's on the that's on the symbol of Royal Caribbean. But with the way that it looked with the Inner Miami logo and then on top of that, like some other garbage there, like I don't understand. It's just like kind of too many levels on the jersey. And then the pink is just awful. But first, let's talk about the sponsor, the Royal Caribbean sponsor, because their logo is essentially like blasted onto the front of this. Uh, I would have much preferred. I would have much, and I know that it doesn't make sense because you need the anchor, right? Because yeah. it's a cruise yeah. ship or whatnot. But I would have much preferred if they would have figured out a way to just have a crown on there. I thought just yeah. having a crown on there would have been really cool. The crown and the anchor, I can't say I'm a big fan of. And this is what Matthew uh, posted on Twitter. I'm not sure where he got it from, but That's I saw Matthew. Matthew. Money Mac posted it on his Twitter, and I'm not sure where he got this from, but this is more or less the, what's been going around. And I must say, not a fan. I am not a fan of this. I'm not sure why they put the crest on the center of the jersey. I yeah, like that's kind of what over. fucked it all up. Yeah, because I feel like if you have it on the left, you have the Adidas patch on the right, and then you have that, uh, that Royal Caribbean right down the middle. Then I think it looks a little better, but this right here looks funky. I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, I uh, look. The thing is, it's the combination of the Adidas uh, symbol and the Inner Miami symbol. I don't think I'd have a problem with the Inner Miami symbol if it was a little bit more moved to the chest, like to the to a pec a pec area. Uh, Sean gonna... is mentioning a training warm up at best. 
I, at some point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on and I'm going to Photoshop this and I'm going to fix the pink on this. And I'm going to see if maybe if we put the the shade the of pink, pink from the heartbeat jersey, I think it might help a little. And I'm not saying it a does. lot, but yeah. I think it'll help a little because I think that what, what really kills it is this weird, like, like Steve Munoz said, salmon orange looking i don't know what this is i don't know why they did this well i think it's awful and i think the the, the new sneakers this the the adidas sneakers have sort of the same pink shade so it's funny that kind of was like a forewarning no 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 i think that that's what i did like about the sneakers i like the sneakers that they kept the old pink i like that they kept the the original the, the well the let's stick to the, let's Let's stick to what we're talking about first, then we'll get to the sneakers. But as far as the color, yeah, Marasovic, you're absolutely correct. The color is off. That pink, that has to be fake. No, somebody has to be creating that purposely just to like be a gas bag. But you know, it'll sell anyway. I mean, who's not going to buy that? But imagine like the manufacturers. See, like this would be a time that I would buy a fake jersey. Because the fake jersey people fuck the colors up anyway. So hopefully you fuck it up <laughs> to make it more pinker. So give me a, a, a fake jersey from Fulano de Tal outside in the, in the yellow parking lot. Hopefully he doesn't get arrested by a cop on a horse. And, um, and I can be able to get myself a, a jersey for 25 bucks that looks the same. Just a, a better pink jersey. Can I go off on a tangent a second? Absolutely. It's, it's a non-Inter-Miami tangent, kind of. But we were just talking about the new sponsor, Royal Caribbean. And um, I just oh, went God. on a cruise. <laughs> I, I, I just went on a cruise um, this past week to celebrate my 10-year anniversary with my wife. And we went, and it was the first time I ever got on Royal Caribbean. And everybody oh. always tells me, oh, my God, how have no, you not no. gotten on Royal Caribbean? No, carnival, no. carnival, carnival, carnival. Uh, uh. Now, I will tell you, I had a good time. I slept, I drank, I ate, I got some sun. Like it, it, it's the full cruise experience. But I don't see why everybody hypes up Royal Caribbean. To me, it was the same, if not a little more boring than Carnival. Well, I mean, it's not as ratchet as Carnival. That's uh, you're okay. not getting the ratchetness out of Carnival. You don't want to say it's boring. It's just a little more. It's calmer. It's not as uh, ratchet. Like I, 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 I was disappointed. I was disappointed because I'd be like, the food is better, the shows are better, everything is better. I was like, okay, like I liked it, but I also I liked it as much as I like my carnival cruises. I didn't see where the big deal was. Get out so, of here. Um, but again, I still love uh, cruises, um, and but I, I don't see why everybody hypes up Royal Caribbean so much. So it's just a random tangent that just came to my mind since we were talking about Royal Caribbean. I don't know. Your opinion is kind of terrible. Like, Royal, I mean, well, the thing is, I went on Royal once and it was a great experience. Every other experience I had has been Carnival and Carnival is fun. I mean, it's it's Carnival. Yeah, it is the fun ship because it's cheap and it's ratchet and it's <laughs> the ratchet people can afford Carnival. That's why you don't have the ratchet people on Royal because... Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't know. I saw some wretchedness there also. I don't know. I mean, they, yeah, some ratchet people got money, but like for the most part, the other 70%, <laughs> they're sitting on a carnival cruise. 
So, uh, all right. So back to the jerseys real quick. I'm going to put up this, this picture real quick. So everybody that's watching, if you're watch, listening on audio, sorry. But if you're watching on YouTube right now, take a good look at this jersey right now. Now, when you look at this jersey, one, the patches are all screwed up going down the middle. I think that's stupid. Terrible. But uh, it is what it is. Now, I want you to look at the sneaker. Now, for those of you that don't know, I am a huge sneakerhead. And I, in my lifetime, I've had well over four or 500 pairs of sneakers. I've sold a lot of them. I'm currently sitting at between 150, 200 pairs. I customize sneakers. So that's, I, that's my thing. So when I heard that Inter Miami was going to drop an exclusive sneaker with Adidas, I got pretty hyped. Okay. Now, I thought they could have done more, but I didn't hate them. But before we talk about the actual sneaker, I just want you to look at the color. This salmon is killing me what i liked about the sneaker was that they got the pink right this is yeah. the pink that we should stick with for everything that inter miami does it's this light pink on the heartbeat i thought this was perfect how are they going to sell me this shoe in december and then in january drop that other weird salmon looking jersey and expect me to wear them together to the games yeah it's terrible it, it is terrible like and and look, the one thing I didn't like, I didn't like uh, the one thing I didn't like about this uh, sneaker is that it's from what I get, it's suede. Yes, that that thing is gonna stain immediately. I mean, if it rains, you're done. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be wearing them to the games. But you know, people are gonna wear them to the games. Of like, course, but you can't wear <laughs> suede shoes. Yeah, one, I mean, in what like if you're parking in the yellow lot, don't don't even bother showing up. Don't even bother showing up. Or, or walk in your socks and hold the shoes in your hands, which, by the way, I used to do in high school. But that that is something that you have to do because that will completely murder your shoe. Yeah. Now, I was surprised when I saw that it was suede. But there's a couple reasons as to why I think that is. One of the reasons is this shoe isn't necessarily very creative. This is no. just the Adidas Superstar. And I, they already have this colorway. I believe it's with white stripes, but it's basically the same shoe. Give me a paintbrush and some black paint, and I can give you the shoe. So they had to somehow make it original. How did they make it original? They put the black stripes, and then they made it suede. But well, and they put the little – Oh, and the logo on the, on the top. They put the, the, the Libertad, the, 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 the line there. They put the logo at the top. I mean, the thing is, is that the, the Adidas Superstar, it's, it's, it's not suede, at least if you don't buy it. And Tank is mentioning, I need some black and pink Ultra Boost. What was it? Bang, Tank. Thinking? Tank, I, look, you hit me up. I, I customize shoes. I, I, I got you. I mean, I'm not going to do it free, but I got you. And because I, I, I'm going to get me some black and pink customs for next season also because I love these, but I can't rock these to the game. No. I'm going to customize maybe a pair of Air Forces or something and rock them to next year's game because at least the leather will hold up tight mm -hmm. again in that, in that weather. But this suede, that's, that's rough, man. I don't know why they chose it, but I love the pink. And, but I really wish that they would have gotten more creative with it. I really do. But look, this is a maybe they have a, a few other collabs like lined up in this in the coming year or two, and they wanted to start with something classic. So I, I'm not gonna kill them for it because it is a classic look. It is. So I'm okay with it for now. But I was I was really hoping for something a little more original. Like like Tank said, the boost now that, that shoe with black and, and pink highlights, that'd be nice. Throw some pink laces on there. But I think that I think that everybody typically likes those Adidas and that they're good with buying them because they're classic. 
yeah, I don't think are. that it's they like the Air being, Force One. Yeah, I don't think that they were willing to step out the box and 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 like fabricate a brand new sneaker just for Inner Miami. I think it was a smart move on their part in terms of taking it that way. But I feel like making a suede is kind of awful. If they would have kept it as is without suading the sneaker, I don't I don't mind it being suede. I think that was a nice touch. I'm looking forward to wearing them. But I mean, you're basically telling people you can't wear it to the game. But yeah, exactly. But to that point, if you're rocking them to the game, that's rough. Now, I am happy that Adidas didn't price gouge, right? It was like 110. So yeah, not bad. That, Those that, are that typically 80, 80, 90 bucks. Yeah, so that was good because if it was Nike, I promise you Nike would have dropped. Oh, my so God. With a 250. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Right? The, the, the Concord 11s that just dropped on Saturday were going for 240 So Nike has no, pri- no problem uh, price gouging. This is absolutely true, Sean. Suede keeps it like beach feeling. They are literally selling these sneakers to everyone that lives in Aventura, North Miami Beach, and South Beach. They want these sneakers to be all over the boardwalks. Let me tell you something. You you put these sneakers on with some of those windbreaker jo- uh, joggers on. Yeah. A, a fresh pink battered fans into Miami T. And you're fresh. You're fresh. So I, I am 100%. I, I like them. I, I can't, I'm excited to get them. And um, we'll see. I, I know that there's going to be tons of people wearing them to the yes. games. But and I'm gonna feel bad for them because they're like, gonna get dirty. If you do that, show up in an Uber, make sure your Uber drops you off right outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. Do not park in the yellow lot. The yellow lot is a it's 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 a mess, it's yeah, an absolute yeah. mess. It's a graveyard for sneakers, especially if it rains even for like five minutes. Forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Uh what does it, it says messy Christmas? With the R's canceled out. It's a play on word, I guess, right? So, uh, and again, just in case anybody wants any battered fans merch, if you want it for Christmas, you got to order by tomorrow. I can't promise you you'll get it by Christmas if you do it after tomorrow. I I want to mention something. Because Sean is saying here, park purple lot. It's a hard top. I don't even know where the purple. I don't even know where the purple lot is. Sean has access. I think Sean Callahan just gave away his, his financial status. Yeah, Sean... Buy me a car. Good for you, Sean. Good for you. I never even heard of purple. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we just ran through all the topics. Yeah, we did. That's basically all of it. I'm happy to go through the sneakers because I've I've really looking over them. It's been kind of like a love hate thing with the sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of want to get them too, but at the same time, I know that I'm never going to be able to wear them to a game. So maybe to yeah, an away I, game. Like I said, I have. I mean, so many sneakers, it's almost embarrassing, people. <laughs> but um, I, I just like buying different shoes. Like, yeah. I don't have any pink suede sneakers. I guess I have a little bit of everything. I do not own anything pink suede. So it works out for me. And I, I kind of, I saw somebody post a picture. It's like, oh, this is what an Inter-Miami uh, home game is going to be. And it's just a picture of everybody wearing pink Adidas. And that won't be me just because I'm, I'm weird. Whenever I buy a new pair of sneakers, I like keep them on ice for a while. Well, I mean, maybe with these I won't because these aren't like a big release. But usually, yeah. like when it's a big release, I like keep them on ice for like a year, and then I wear them because I don't want to wear them at the same time as everybody else. But again, that's one of those weird sneakerhead things. Yeah. Um, 
is Suarez getting signed tomorrow? I'm not sure. I mean, the season's fine, uh, officially over in Brazil. So I don't know what they're waiting for. Hopefully it happens soon. Whenever it does happen, again, for those of you that weren't here and didn't hear, we're going to have every, every Inter-Miami fan's favorite villain. Everybody loves to hate Mr. Daniel Solana. He is Luis Suarez's number one fanboy. So he will be on with us to talk about Luis Suarez whenever that uh, news becomes official. So, And Iman, thank you so much for the shout out. You know, we love you too. And, uh, and you know, we always try to address everybody's questions. And uh, we definitely appreciate everybody kicking it with us here on a on a off season Sunday. So yeah, no, and we're, we're going to keep coming uh, consistently. Now we took a nice month off, and uh, yeah. we had to recharge our batteries as far as into Miami goes. But now yes. we're here strong. <clears throat> we we got to start like putting a new intro in for January and stuff. Like it's a new season. We do. It, yes, what we what do. is it? New year, new me. Yes, absolutely. We need a brand new intro. Exactly. And Marasovich, yes. Let's, let's go, see, baby. Let's see if we maybe we change up the background and, and the layout and everything. <laughs> we'll try to freshen things up a little bit. Listen, Sean, there's no Dolphins game today, but at least you could be able to check out the batter Jets fans and uh Danny did. Yeah, well, I mean, look, support support the fam. All right. Batter fam, support the fam. <laughs> well support the, the fam. There is no no Dolphins game, but there is a Monday night football Dolphins-Titans game tomorrow night. Um, probably won't go out on after the game, but on Tuesday, you can probably catch a batter Fins fans post-game reaction. And then Thursday, a preview of the Dolphins-Jets game, which is next Sunday. Which, if anybody here is a Dolphins fan and you're going to go to the game, you'll probably see me out there. So uh, I'll catch you guys out there if you are Dolphin fans and you're at the game. And we and listen, everybody needs to go get the damn license plate. Pablo Golasso, that was a beautiful message. Everybody needs to get this shit. Okay. We first of all, we need to beat the stupid damn Marino plates. And Steve Munoz, I would do Wu Tang intro only. Absolutely. No. But then no, we would we get like blocked do. from, from <clears throat> YouTube forever. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, unless you want do you want to hit him up? Do you want to Contact Wu Tang and be I like, could call, I'll call the RZA, the Jizza, Old Dirty Bass. Well, now Old Dirty Bass. I was going to go down the lines like how they typically do. And the, and the, and the Method Man song. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, you can hit them up, see if they give us the rights. I highly doubt they will. I doubt it too. And at this point, like, we're one video away from getting banned by YouTube. So I don't want to risk that, that banning. Oh, and then uh, <clears throat> I don't have a picture of it. Maybe I could pull it up real quick. Uh, we, ha we still have like 10 minutes to play around with if we want to stick around. So let's see if I could find this real quick. Uh, have you heard about this third kick, Chris? Uh, no, well, we talked about it last week about the third kick, and I know that you're working on pulling it up. Um, I, I'm, I, love, I love when teams have third kits, and I think that if we have that kit, I mean – I don't know, Danny. What, what what's your opinion on the kit? Okay, well, well, first of all, I, I can't find it, and I'm not gonna start start scouring through uh, Twitter. But as a Jets fan, I'm the thought of it initially. I hated it. Yeah, but I will admit that the 1980s white Miami Dolphins jersey is one of the prettiest jerseys we'll ever see. So yeah. if they're kicking it back to the 80s and they're gonna give us a white. With that, with that, like light teal and light orange, like, look, I'll rock it if it's into Miami. I, now, if it has a Dolphins logo on it, I'm gonna be pretty hard pressed. So, um, 
hopefully it does they, they keep that away because then i don't know if i can rock it but if it's just the colors i think i'll rock it because those colors are pretty sweet when you the colorway is nice yeah yes. that, that 80s uh dolphins that, that's a nice colorway so if that's the case absolutely guys yeah. buy some battered gear check out the code down here on the bottom okay guys check it out scan the qr code and get some shirts i mean look i got one right here yeah but they don't they don't yeah i mean you don't have to get the battered herons one but <laughs> if you want to if you all right want well to. and and then if you're waiting for luis suarez stuff we, we we're waiting for it to drop all right yeah. um any final thoughts chris no, man. I can't wait for this schedule release. Hopefully, they do it this week instead of next. Um, and if they do, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll find a time to be able to speak about it. Um, but hopefully, it comes out this week so we can talk about it next week instead of waiting a week and a half to get it. So, Well, if it's if Alejandro, our stack guy, our unofficial stack guy, is, uh, is, is on the money, it's, the schedule release should be on the 20th, according to him. So we'll see if it's on the 20th. I mean, we're going to be back before then, but we'll definitely be back that day like we were last year. Uh, last year, uh, yeah, we, we had the same day of. We had a, a, a we dropped an episode. So. No, I was going to say something, but I'll wait till you get to the outro to mention it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that we're ready for that. Um, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us a five-star review, comment, share, tell people to listen to the Battered Herons. And, and, and I want to mention something. Everybody, if you can, get on your Spotify, your Apple, iTunes, whatever. Mm -hmm. Go to the comment section and comment, Alejandro, be stack guy. <laughs> Alejandro, be stack guy. Okay? Yeah. Comment that, please. Look, and uh, Steve Munoz, you want Batter Herons merch using salmon colors? I got you. I'll, I'll make it happen. That's I'll awful. make it happen. You'll be the first one to get a, a shirt. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. We appreciate your support as always. Please like, subscribe. If you know anybody that likes Inter-Miami and wants to hear some Inter-Miami's talk, please let them know. Like and subscribe, share, all that other good stuff. And uh, for those of you joining in the chat, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to join us live. You guys are as the best part of the show. We appreciate the support. And um, as always, until the next one, have a good one.